Writer and librarian Leanne Radojkovic's new short story collection, Hailman, offers 10 stories about people under pressure where they have to decide either to face uncomfortable truths or to bolt. It's a follow-up to her debut collection, First Fox, that came out in 2017. Leanne reads from one of the stories in Hailman. Drive-by. I knew it was time when I saw my dead father standing in the doorway. He was right there, thin as a bird's wing, yet he felt far away. My father had been more of a suggestion than a presence. My husband had become a suggestion also, although he was still alive in another country with another wife and further children. Occasionally we would exchange polite emails. After Dad died, my sister Marie and I weren't allowed in Mum and Dad's bedroom. His clothes remained in the closet, his guitar against the dresser. Even the newspaper that day remained where it was, his ashtray, his cigarette butt, He'd had time for just one smoke. Afterwards, Mum only went in there for her clothes and slept on the sofa in the lounge. I'd sneak into the bedroom and hide beneath their bed. The air had stiffened as if it had been set with hairspray. In the stillness, I'd feel my heart. It was as big and heavy as if our old cat was sleeping against my chest. It was sorrow, and I didn't know what to do with it. Leanne, given that these stories... Many of them have appeared in other publications like Landfall and Takahe. Uh, when you brought them together to create a short story collection, did you find that there was much that linked them, maybe theme, maybe style, maybe ideas? Yeah, I think my last collection was First Fox and it had fairy tale kind of narrative style. And after that I wanted to return to realism And I did have some things I wanted to explore. One was I wanted to explore the tension between past and present. Past and present belong together and can't be separated, but I wanted to see um, what I could perhaps suggest with using little fragments of both. And when I started doing that, I found I liked how past and present kind of worked together on the page in the way I was kind of trying to do it. Um, They just seemed to activate or infiltrate each other and create a kind of ripple sensation when I was working with it so I was encouraged to continue. Another thing I really wanted to do was to write stories from scratch, just invent them somehow out of nothing and I needed a process to try and achieve that Uh, and I realised years and years ago I had a huge crush on Wellington author Jean Watson's book um, The Balloon Watchers And I'd sort of investigated a bit about her and come across an interview uh, where she described her process, and I thought I would try it too. And what she would do is rule a line down the middle of uh, pages in an exercise book and write on one side and then with a red pen make notes on the right-hand side. And I thought this two-column kind of process would be helpful for gathering fragments and ideas, thoughts, images, descriptions, that kind of thing. And it proved to be true. And then once the exercise book seemed to be at a certain point where there was enough material, I could start some kind of first draft. But it was really more of a collage because all of this random bits and pieces were yet to find a kind of wholeness in a story. And sometimes this didn't work, and I'm I'm open to failure, but uh, most of the time I felt it was 
achieving my desired aim, which was to create something out of just bits and pieces. See, that's thrown me in a way because maybe the majority of stories in here you tell in first person. And there's just something yeah. about that. Instinctively, as a reader, you're thinking, somewhere along here, Leanne is, <laughs> is channeling something in her life. Although the stories are very different and the characters are very different. Yeah. That's true. And the funny thing is, at the end of this process, when the stories were made whole, I had this weird feeling that they were actually real as memories. So it was a weird kind of circle. But I was determined to try and not write about myself or anything I knew personally. And people always think, oh, my God, I, you know, a story that happened to you. One story, someone said to me, oh, I didn't know your mother um, was born in Siberia. And it's so not true. She was actually born in Grafton Road in Auckland. And <laughs> I was a little bit kind of stunned that um, it felt that kind of real. But then that's a good thing too. I was just reading Double Dose, Leanne, and mm -hmm. I saw one of those phrases that will always, I think, now be associated with 2020, face mask. Oh, yeah. and, I, and I was immediately, <laughs> I was immediately kind of in that zone. Although double dose is about something else entirely, about friendships and, and abuse. Um, really sad little story. But was the, I know they came from nothing. But was there a prompt for that? No, there wasn't really. I, I was just sort of making my normal jottings in this exercise book. It's a mess if you look at it, but not to me. And I was just jotting down things about um, the pandemic because it was just starting to bubble up and. I think I get into a kind of daydream and I just write down things and they don't seem connected at the time and they aren't, but at a later date, it's almost a form of Sudoku. You can kind of collage together some sense out of these random things and that's really the adventure and the fun of it all. So I can't say anything particularly sparked it, but um, except this strange brooding doom kind of feeling at the beginning of the pandemic. Oh, and of course, the Hurrier train going from Auckland to Wellington. <laughs> um, that was another um, thing. How could I build a little train in somewhere? Because um, I love that Auckland and Hamilton were going to be connected again by rail. The short story from which you take the title for the book, Hailman, mm. rather sweet, really. I've never heard a snowman, <laughs> so-called, um, a hailman. And it's, it's, a, it's a short short story, but yeah. it's, it's perhaps a nice one to, to explain for the, to the listeners. Yeah, I was just imagining K Road years ago, which is my mother spent her childhood growing up in the K Road precinct, and I was just sort of thinking about it in mum's time, and rain and hail and, and ballroom gowns and that kind of thing was just sort of filtering through, and then the story actually came almost like a hail storm itself. It just sort of wrote itself in about two days in a big rush, and that's really not my normal thing. But once it came out, it just seemed to be right. <laughs> that's it's just kind of the mystery of how things happen in this way. There are a lot mm. of families in the collection, mm. relationships between children, between parents. Uh, yeah. And the um, the short story that starts, I'm haunted by a picture taken of my mother the last time I saw her when she was feeding a swan by the mm -hmm. lake, is, yeah. is rather lovely. Very Thank sad, you. though. It is a bit sad. I feel a little bit haunted by war, and that story started, and I can actually tell you an exact moment when that story started for once, because um, I was reading a Sunday newspaper years after the Bosnian Wars of the 90s had finished and 
it was a story about a rape camp in Bosnia, and I just, God, I was just so struck to the spot by the information and totally haunted, and it haunted me so much. I, I had to somehow end the haunting by putting it into a story. And so that story begins with the protagonist doing just what happened in that moment, um, reading a story in a Sunday newspaper, and it ripples out from that point. Um, so that's how that one happened, yeah. Drive-by had a, a line that haunts me still. My father had always been more of a suggestion than a presence. I mean, yes. that's another heartbreak, that one. <laughs> yeah, it is. Lots of heartbreak in life, and really how can we balance it is the thing. I think that's what's happening in that story. How do we balance events we can't control that have a huge impact upon us? One of the stories, uh, Leanne, was translated into Chinese, not something that happens very often for New Zealand writing. Which story was it, and, and what's the story behind that? Well, that was Cats and Dogs. I love short stories, and I'm constantly Googling them, and I came across this thing, the International Conference on the Short Story in English, um, and I thought, what the hell is that? I really want to be part of that. I never heard of such a thing, a conference for short stories. But I contacted the person on the website, Maurice Lee, and turned out he was a dean at a university in the States, and his mentor had been the academic Mary Rohrberger. And she'd wanted to create a conference where practitioners of the form and academics came together as equals. And this is a bit long, but... It turned into a New Zealand connection as well because as I grew to know Maurice more, I discovered that in 1961, Mary Rohrberger had done the first PhD on the short story in English and a large part of that PhD concerned Catherine Mansfield. So I was really thrilled about that because I love Mansfield. And then I just sort of felt a door was opening between Maurice Mary Rohrberger, Mansfield and me somehow and I wanted to go through it and it was to head to Shanghai to this conference and I invited Frankie McMillan to come with me and we just headed across and had an absolute ball and as part of the conference writers can um, submit a story for an anthology and it just happened that mine was chosen to be translated into the um, Chinese anthology. Leanne Radojkovic's short story collection is called Hailman and it's published by the Emma Press.